Hello world, this is Tom and you're listening to Curious Solutions. In today's episode, I'll be highlighting four solutions that recently piqued my curiosity. The first solution is Glide, a visual no-code app builder. The second is the concept of negative capability. The third solution is Shutterfly, the e-commerce site for printing photos, making calendars, anything printed photo related. And the fourth solution is Anchor FM, an online tool for creating, distributing, hosting, monetizing podcasts. So let's jump in. For the first solution, we're talking about Glide. This visual no-code app builder came across my radar sometime last year. Uh, And since then, I've had the chance to build several apps with it. Fairly basic things. For example, I put together an app while my partner and I were house hunting so that we could rank them and easily keep track on our phones over time about our thoughts on these houses. And then we shared this app with friends and family. And by sharing, we were able to quickly, relatively uh, low friction, get their input and some comments and questions on these houses. Glide really caught my attention because it hits that sweet spot of really easy to pick up and start playing with and actually useful. So my interest was definitely caught from the get-go and I was intrigued to learn more. And as I learned more about the company, I came across this article where the founders were quoted saying, There's a saying that spreadsheets are the most successful programming model of all time, and smartphones are the most successful computers of all time. So when we started exploring Glide, we asked ourselves, can these two forces be combined to create something very valuable to let individuals and businesses build the type of apps that we saw Xamarin customers needed to build, but much more quickly? Basically, if you can populate some uh, data in a Google Sheet, let's say a list of names and a list of houses and some related information about those houses. Then you connect that spreadsheet with the Glide apps interface and boom, you have a mobile app. Now Glide is definitely not the only company in this space, but they're the only one that I've actually spent long enough with to build a few different projects. Highly recommend checking them out. I'll leave a link in the show notes and Just for a few other examples of things that I was able to quickly spin up and find some use with, I put together a family tools library, little pun there for you. So now that my partner and I are doing a lot of house projects, we've been borrowing a lot of tools from our parents in particular, and this has been great. We can keep track in this app of the tools that we have and that we've lent to each other. So an example, again, of pretty basic keeping track of information in a spreadsheet, but when you put a mobile app front end on it, it reaches a nice new level of utility and convenience. Now for our second solution this episode, taking a big left turn, this is the concept of negative capability. And for quick framing, I see this as a solution because a concept like this can help clear up an otherwise ambiguous topic or bunch of topics. So the solution being it provides a phrase or clarity, a way to talk about what is otherwise disconnected experiences. So negative capability came to my attention from podcasts I was listening to, and it's generally quoted from John Keats, the poet. The quote is, When a man is capable of being in uncertainties, mysteries, doubts, 
without any irritable reach after fact and reason. At first glance, this might seem like a nerdy linguist area of interest. And the reason that I think it goes beyond that, because it definitely is that as well, is that negative capability shows up in many areas of my life now that I'm paying attention to it. So for example, I work uh, with a software development firm and being able to be in uncertainties, mysteries, and doubts without any irritable reach after fact and reason is a constant part of the work, whether from the sales side or the delivery side, uh, because there is a lot of uncertainty that sometimes can't be cleared up just by like grasping at it. So for example, if a client's requirements are unknown and it's gonna take more discussion on their end for it to be cleared up, it can be difficult to not be grasping for clarity. So cultivating negative capability, the ability essentially to sit in that uncertainty and not be unduly bothered by it, seems like a very worthwhile thing to cultivate. And I've definitely noticed some benefit from trying to pay more attention to it. And like I said, now that I am paying more attention to the idea, I saw it come up in another place, which was a short podcast in which a rabbi was talking about negative capability and connecting it to a story from the Torah about Abraham. And I have no real cultural or religious Jewish connection, but it struck me as very interesting that this concept of negative capability is discussed in religious circles, it's discussed in art communities, and I'm seeing some application for it in the business tech world. Today's third solution is Shutterfly. I'm sure most of you have probably had some exposure to Shutterfly, either trying it yourselves or a family member making you a calendar or a card. And that was my initial introduction as well. Uh, my in-laws in particular do a great job making calendars each year uh, with lots of different family photos and I've got one hanging in the kitchen. So it's nice to uh, see those family photos in a convenient, useful spot. And one other reason that Shutterfly intrigues me is because I grew up with my mom being a professional photographer. And so I saw the process she would go through to get her photos printed. And I saw that there were a lot of just, I guess, poor user experience, you could say, elements in the photo printing process. She generally had to drive to the lab to drop off either the film or digital files. And even today, there's still, I think, some lag in how these legacy photo labs have evolved. Now, Shutterfly doesn't completely replace them. It's definitely more of a B2C company, but it does do something interesting in democratizing access to this type of custom photo printing, custom keepsake creation. And that's very interesting to think about all the different technologies from the internet infrastructure to the printing infrastructure to delivery that enable Shutterfly. It's a unique convergence. And today's fourth solution is Anchor FM, a tool for recording, distributing, monetizing, hosting a podcasts. Continuing my theme of talking about tools that I am experimenting with for this podcast, last episode I mentioned Descript, which I'm using for editing and transcribing, and this episode I'm talking about Anchor FM, 
One of the most interesting things about Anchor is one-click distribution to the major podcast platforms. In the history of internet services enabling lower barriers to entry for content creation, this is a pretty notable milestone. Up to this point, especially with audio, it was not easy to click and distribute everywhere. I mean, there's been SoundCloud, there's been lots of different services over time, but Anchor feels like a user interface moment of sorts in that it has finally become so straightforward that almost anyone can use it. Another intriguing part about Anchor is that they were acquired by Spotify in the last few years. And with that acquisition, Spotify is actively enabling user-generated content which seems like a great way for them to be increasing their momentum, that virtuous cycle or flywheel, where users, folks like myself, are recording podcasts, distributing them, and that is creating more content on Spotify for other users to listen to. Now, the UGC, or user-generated content idea, came across my radar many years ago paying more attention to Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and how those companies really tapped into and figured out how to monetize user-generated content, basically being a facilitator platform. So one side is making the content that the other side or everyone else is consuming. Where Spotify with Anchor seems to be going one step further or taking a new angle on this UGC play is Spotify is generally a subscription or a premium subscription service. So most of us pay monthly fee to them. Whereas most of the social media companies have been suffering some of the fatal flaws potentially of their advertising centric business models, having problematic or slightly polluting nature to their platforms. Spotify is doing user generated content with premium subscription, so maybe they're going to avoid some of those complications or potholes that the major social media platforms have run into. Who knows? We'll have to stay tuned and see how Anchor FM evolves, how Spotify continues to support and enable more user-generated content. For the takeaways from today's episode, first solution was Glide, Visual App Builder, Interesting if you have a kind of disposable use case, something that you want to spin up quickly, or if you just have relatively straightforward functionality that you can build visually, a great tool to check out. The takeaway from today's second solution, the concept of negative capability, is paying attention to when seemingly academic concepts like negative capability can be instructive or helpful patterns to pay attention to. These patterns showing up in work, in other media, and in everyday lived experience. Takeaway from today's third solution, Shutterfly, a tool that I've been aware of and heard about for years, but really diving in and finding like the pleasant surprise of getting a lot of value from checking out this service and thinking about the convergence of technology that it is. And the takeaway from today's fourth solution, Anchor FM, is that user-generated content continues to evolve and the major platforms continue to find different ways to enable it and you know bend it towards their own benefit as well as the, you know, the greater good. As always, thank you for listening. Stay curious and keep working on solutions. Catch you next time. Cheers.